What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Remember Country Music Podcast. As usual, I'm Kyle Corbus, and uh, you know what's really funny? We're gonna start here first. I just thought about this. I always say, as usual, it's Kyle Corbus, right? Like it is me. We get it. Like we understand that. But like, I don't need to say it's as usual. I gotta fix that. We're we're gonna we're gonna tweak some stuff. Anyway, this is the Remember Country Music Podcast. I'm super excited today. We have Becca Bone on the show, and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, her music and um you know some some great things she she just finished up uh, a music video and we're just gonna kind of get into all of it so becca thank you for coming to hang out with me i appreciate it i'm really excited to get to know you a little bit and to dive into your story thanks for coming to hang thank you so much for having me on the show of it's course been a busy week, so i got a lot to talk about i, <laughs> I love it <laughs> i love it I, I hope you like to talk because i like to talk too oh right? my i like to talk a little too much that's why i got laryngitis right now i talk <laughs> too much <laughs> my uh, my mom likes to tell me i have the gift of gab which means yeah, I just I go for it. hey, I don't know why, like that, right? What is that? Yeah. Top, the ears off a of Billy Goat. Is that the, the <laughs> Southern saying? <laughs> ears off a of Billy Goat. I'm going to start using that one. Listen, from Northern New Jersey, I'm going to start saying, talking ears off a of Billy Goat. And it's going to go. Yeah, that's the Southern saying there. <laughs> Watch that. I love it. I love it. So, um, why don't we just start off with with kind of giving everyone a little bit of an introduction to you? Um, like I said, I like to um, kind of connect the uh, artist or the the music with the person. And um, so, just a quick little introduction about you and, and and kind of who you are for people who may not know you. Well, my name is Becca Bowen. Um, gosh, I was uh, raised in South Carolina in a small little hometown, and actually, I'm going back there today, so I'm pretty excited. I'm going home. Yeah. To the family to get some rest because I, <laughs> I definitely need it. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely a country girl. I love to hunt and fish and um, just the country music and everything is just a part of our lifestyle. You know, my grandfather introduced me to country music as a child. He plays the guitar and uh, man, he would sit in the kitchen and just be cooking cabbage and chicken and rice. And he would just be playing Johnny Cash and playing with his guitar. And uh, that's where my love for country music pretty much came from, you know, just yeah. being on the farm with him and, you know, listening awesome. to wonderful music. And I have a lot of great memories. So I am trying to carry on that legacy of our family on my mom's side. They all sang country music and man, they were so talented music, great musicians and stuff. So, you know, I'm here just carrying on that legacy of the yeah. family. <laughs> I love it. So, so what are some of these things like growing up? Like what, what are, what are some of these? Um, I like to, so, so I'm a firm believer in, uh, uh, you know, the, the typical, uh, line in the old church song spring scene where it's, uh, you know, uh, funny how a melody sounds like a memory, right? Like I'm a firm believer that, yeah. that there are songs that are implemented in certain parts of your life that are meant to be put in those parts of your life that'll pull you out of holes, get you through good times, get you through bad times. All of these things. I'm a firm believer that music is a soundtrack of your life. And um, you it's may creative. like it 10 minutes ago, but you may not like it, you know, 10 years from now. But either way, soundtrack of your life. You can so, actually listen to a song and it'll take you back to a certain moment. You know I what agree. I mean? Like, I hear a song and be like, whoa, the memories that just flooded back just because I heard that song on the radio. Sure. You know? So what are some of those songs that, that take you back to that time with your with your grandfather and with your family just playing music? Like, oh, What God. are some of those songs for you? Uh, you know, because my grandfather listened to the older stuff it's going to be you know for me it's going to be more like george Strait. uh one of my favorite songs was i get carried away and yeah. man i love that song and i just listen to that song all the time and of course dolly parton those but those 
types of songs kind of take me back to the country. Yeah. And I, sometimes when I'm just having a bad day and um, just kind of overwhelmed with life, I'll put on some George Strait. I'll put on some Dolly Parton, even some Patsy Cline. Sure. And literally it just takes me back to a simpler time. And I just remember being on the front porch with my grandpa eating boiled peanuts. You know what I mean? And it just like, it gives me this calming feeling. So what I love the most are the older country songs that just kind of give me peace when I hear them because they take me back to those wonderful me memories, you know, in the country. Yeah. And, you know, I'm with you. I think that it's funny because like sometimes, you know, when I'm like go having a rough day or I'm like, I don't know, like we're talking about how we're not getting a lot of sleep recently. So like Ooh, when, no. we're, when we're when we're going through it, right, sometimes these albums and these and these records and these songs is kind of what gets you through it. And like for it me, it's, it's the same deal. Like I love when I'm trying to wind down after a long day and I open up my, um, I go to my shelf where I have all my vinyl and I pull out an album and I put it on. I just let it play. Right. I let it play through. Yeah. And it really, it really, you know, like kind of calms you down. There's nothing about a vinyl too. I don't know what it is. Like putting on a vinyl. It just, the best. <laughs> I it's don't the know. Best. It's like nostalgic. I love it. <laughs> it's it's the best. And you know what the thing is, it really is like, is. it's, it's cool because like, I'm, I really love albums. So I love to listen to albums all the way through and let them tell their story. But, but I also think that like, there's something to be said about about listening to music in its true capacity. Like you can't just skip. I mean, like I guess some of the fancier tables, like yeah, you can. But like for the most part, like you can't just, you just skip. Gotta let it play right? through. Yeah. You gotta let it play through, and that's the best part because that's <laughs> the reason why we all love music for the storytelling. So yeah. that's like some of my favorite things to do is just like like I recently uh, I'm from Northern New Jersey here, and I happened to be in a in a record store last week, and I found uh, Straight from the Heart. Uh, uh, on vinyl from by George Strait wow. and, and which oh my we don't find, we, we don't find that stuff up here honestly like yeah that stuff is very hard to come I'm by in Nashville so you can kind of find that stuff pretty easy but right. I think you're, like it's kind of hard to find that kind of stuff it's it's not that easy and it was like five dollars I was like I can't pass up on this come on that's like a little gem you found. It's a little gem. <laughs> it's a little gem. But what I'm getting at is I love that kind of stuff and, and, and I'm glad that, that that you love that stuff too. That's important. Oh, absolutely. I do do you agree that there's like a um I, I believe full heartedly that there's a bridge between uh the old school traditional and the new modern school sound. Oh, um, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny because like everyone complains about like, like you got all these like get off my porch lawn people like, you know, a lot of people <laughs> where they're like, That's my dad. <laughs> right. Mine too. Mine too. Where they're like, oh, it's not, it's not the same anymore. It's not this. It's not that. Well, of course you're going to say that because like those songs is what painted your life and, and, and fills your life. Of, I think country music has really evolved. You know, yeah. honestly, guys, one of my favorite country music is 90s country yeah. i love some 90s country oh there is there is nothing that like gets me going like 90s country sure. i mean garth brooks and all that i mean really it's just there is that that time of country was so good just the instruments and steel guitars and i mean it was so great but country music has evolved and but it's nice that you still have like real authentic country on the radio and you do have more evolved contemporary like pop sure. country as well. So, you you know, it kind of appeases everybody, you know, I agree Even I, myself on my album. I have both, you know, right. just to. Right. And I, I totally agree. Enjoy. I agree. And I, you know what I think is funny is like is like I've said this before and 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 
you know, everyone always talks about how great the nineties were for country music. Like, you know, like you said, Garth and, and, Tim McGraw, and Diamond, Diamond Rio, Tim McGraw, oh, Mark yes. Chestnut, Blackhawk. Like, oh my gosh. Like, and that, like, there's so many bands that and, and, and artists that you can name that just fill the nineties and it's a great sound. It's, it's awesome. But we have to be honest with ourselves and say that at some point people said the guys in the nineties weren't playing country music. So, I mean, like it's a full circle type deal, right? You know what I mean? Like it's, it, I it's, think they even, you could tell like even Kenny Chessie stuff, it started to evolve, you yeah. know, started yeah. sound, his started sounding more beachy and everything. But my gosh, was it not good? It was so wonderful. because Oh my God. It was so good. Sometimes I think country is, I always say country's more of a state of mind, you know, yeah, just uh, more than, how do you define music? You know, you really just music is storytelling and it's what you feel. Yeah. And so I think people should put out what they feel, I agree. you know, in that moment. And I think it just, it does. It's, sometimes it goes all over the place. Like the song I just released, Son of a Gun, that is Gretchen Wilson type country yeah. all over. But that's the kind of music that I relate to. I love that kind of music, that storytelling, you know, bad and that's what makes music so good, words, right? You know what I mean, bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of music, you know, I like that. Yeah, totally. And that's what makes it so good, right? Is like, is 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 everyone has their own identity, and you could just run with what you yeah. what you love, and that's so important. And it's funny. I, I don't know if you saw this, but did you see that Kenny Chesney uh, recently said uh, the best thing he ever did was stop trying to be like George Strait? That was like his. I was, you know what's crazy? I was sitting in the audience when he was talking about. It. I was at CRS and yeah. he was doing Q and A, and I was sitting there thinking, "Wow, that is the best advice that he could give anybody." Yeah. Because it took me a long time to realize, like, I just need to be me. I need to be authentically me, and then people will love my music yeah. because they're gonna feel something. They're gonna feel it's genuine, and that's kind of really why I started. You know, like, you know, I'm gonna put out the songs I've written and see how people relate to it, yeah. and. Um, yeah, when he said it, I was like, man, that right. is all the money. Like, right. you have to be you. You cannot be somebody else. Is it hard for you to get to that point? Is it hard for you to get to that point where, where you come to terms with the fact that, like, you just... Because I always talk about authenticity, and I really appreciate that, and I think that it shines through because, honestly, I think I'm, I'm a fairly good judge at seeing when people are blowing smoke out there, but, but, um, just by day to day. But, I, but I think that like, is it hard for you to come to terms with the fact that, you know, like who cares what people think? Like, let's put out what I think is great and see what happens. Well, what happens too is in the music industry, you have different people pulling you different ways. Right. You got some people are like, wait, man, we need to make you a little more pop or we need to make you a little more, what we think is more authentic country. We need, you know, so you have a lot of voices in your head, a lot of people telling you, you need to be this, you need to be that. You need to look this way. You need to act this way. And so that pressure, I think, sometimes gets to a lot of people because sure. you, ha you have to become so strong that you say, wait a minute. No, I have to be me because if I'm not me and I'm, I'm not seeing the songs that I relate to that I can feel, then again, people are going to they're going to sense that. And I'm not going to be happy because you still want to do what makes you happy. And if you're being fake, you know, like I call it fake, but really what you're doing, what somebody else feels you should be doing is not authentic. And so you're not going to be really happy doing that music. You know, you really, I have to really feel what I'm singing. Yeah. You know, I, I want the audience to connect with me and I'll be like, man, so every song you hear on my albums, every song you hear that I write personally, 
that's something that I've experienced. If I haven't experienced those lyrics, I'm not going to sing it sure. because I can't relate to it. Right. And that's, I think that's what, that's why people listen to, I feel like that's why people listen to any music. I, I always get the question of like, why do you like, like, what is your fatuation? What is your obsession with country music? Um, and I've been getting that since I was, you know, 15 years old, but, uh, and my answer's always been the same. It's, I can relate to it and maybe it's not the same way you can relate to it, but yeah, there's a lot of relatability in there for me. Which but is it's why so I'm, many much storytelling yeah, and people's lives and like a, some People's lives are crazier than others, you know? <laughs> I agree. I agree. So we need some crazy country songs too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you're, I think you're absolutely 100% correct. And I, I love that, that you're all about authenticity and, and, you know, and it, there's, there's, it gets a little bit deeper there for you because that goes a really long way with me. And I think that goes a long way with a lot of people. Um, I think people as listeners, uh, I just got finished with a conversation uh, not too long ago with a guy who's, he's a cowboy, right? Plays traditional crying steel you know loud yeah. banjo type type country music and it's great and yeah. the one thing that he said was that um you know i like i don't know how to do anything else like this is what i love this is what i listen to i don't listen yeah. to anything else so like why would i play anything else because like this is the stuff i yeah. love and i really appreciate that because he's right he's like you know, like if that is what he loves why is he going to change yeah exactly so i think that's really important i've always I have been introduced to all genres of music. And I think that that's important too, you know, for us artists. And I think in a way I have been misunderstood because I'm a little bit of both, you know, I'm this, I'm going to say, yeah, I am redneck. You know, I'm pretty, very country. But on the other hand, I also am a prissy type girl. I like glitter. I like sequins. I like on stage. I like all those things, but also like going mud riding, riding on the four wheelers and stuff. So, you're going to get a little bit of both with me. So at first when I came out, you know, uh, into the music industry, really full force, um, I think I was a little misunderstood. And then people started thinking, wow, well, that's pretty cool. This girl can be both and she's happy being both. And she's not going to hide the fact that she likes hunting on the weekends and then singing on the next weekend and wearing glitter. Like it's okay. It's okay to be who you are. And it's okay to be different because it is different to, uh, be involved with different things you know yeah. and that's okay it's if life would be boring if you weren't unique i agree you know? and you are absolutely unique like there there there's there's so many parts about you that are unique and i think that's the coolest thing and i think for people who listen, like like that's important i want to bring this up because I, I i see this on social media and, and i'm just i'm just curious so okay. uh you were you're the winner of uh season five for love or likes on the outdoor channel right i, I personally i am from I just got finished saying this. I am from suburban New Jersey where I can hear my neighbor sneeze. If he sneezes loud enough. Uh, oh God. I, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I fished growing up like very, very just as a hobby. Don't really fish much anymore. I, I row the boat or I drive the boat and I drink the beer. And, uh, <laughs> but like, wh- so how did you get involved in the show? Like what I, I, I personally have not seen the show, but how did you get involved in, and, and, uh, what was the show about? Like, what, what was this experience like? It's so interesting to me. I've never, it I've was never met crazy. Anyone. You know, I started hunting with my brother. It was like kind yeah. of a hobby that we did together just to bond. And, you know, I've been hunting for a long time. And, and again, that's how we provide for our families. Yeah. But uh, this one time I decided to post a video and it went viral and it was me. I don't know if you ever heard about noodling catfish. You like 
Yeah. Noodle yeah. for hand. Okay. Well, I ended up noodling a catfish and it was 45 pound catfish. That's wild. It was, <laughs> it was massive. It was like literally, it was almost the size of me. It was crazy. I, I mean, it almost took me down underneath the water. It scared me so bad. I was like, whoa. I, I mean, I really was not expecting to be that big. I've noodled catfish before, like 20 pounds. You know, like this was 45 pounds. That's like a crazy. little nut. So I posted the video. Of course, it did. It went viral. And then the next day, the Outdoors Channel contacted me on Instagram. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And they're like, yeah, we need to know. You know, we're fixing to film this. You got seven days to figure out if you want to be on the show. And I was like, whoa. So, you know, we're going to take us to Louisiana for seven days. We're just, I mean, we're going to not sleep. We're going to hunt nonstop. And whatever we did harvest, we gave to the hungry. So that was pretty cool. cool. So, yeah, yeah. okay. If we're, if we're doing this for a reason, then that's great. I'll do it. And so I, I was not, uh, I couldn't even prepared for what that show would have been like because it was crazy. I always, I told everybody, my God, by the time I go home, I'll end up in a body bag because I have the worst luck. I did win the show, but I am so competitive. Like <laughs> my gosh, I am so competitive. So yes, I won that show. I hunted in a hurricane. There was a huge hurricane that was coming through Louisiana. And I was like, we have to hunt. Like I will, if it, if it lightens, okay, we will go in. But until then, I am going to hunt. I'm going to win this show. And so, of course, as the hurricane was starting, a freaking huge buck walks out. And I shoot that buck. And uh, that right there is what won me. The show was shooting that big buck through that hurricane. It was crazy. I mean, the winds were blowing. The rain was pouring. It was nuts. My How cameraman was steady? like, How do you think I I don't know. I was just holding on for dear life. My camera was, man was like, I have hunted with a lot of people before, but I have never hunted with somebody as crazy as you, you know? And then like by the end of the show, I ended up, you know, uh, a hog almost got me and I hurt myself, fell out of a deer stand. So coming home. <laughs> You're all bruised and broken. Yeah. So coming home, I was like in a brace and everything. It was crazy, but I came home a winner. That's all that matters. I all came matters. Home a winner. <laughs> you may, you, you may have been, you may have been pushing a wheelchair, walking in crush. I have a brace on, but you're a winner. And that's all that matters. That's a, a that's winner. a winner yeah, mentality like, there. That's what I was hobbling through the airport with my little brace on. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. But that's uh, right. it was a great experience. And what had happened was my first single love it, leave it. Yeah. Came out while I was on the show and then that's where everybody kind of found out who Becca Bowen was. Like, oh, wait a minute. This girl's singing. She's an outdoors girl. We've heard of her as an outdoors girl, but she's also a singer. And so that is when my career kind of took uh, off. Which was, I mean, that was really crazy to experience. It's I mean, all so, about the timing, right? Like, it's all about the timing. It is. And I'm like, I really, I have this personality. Lord, help me. I need to calm down a little bit. I am a little bit impulsive. So if somebody's like, let's go. Let's go skydiving. Let's go. I'm, I'm pretty much like, let's go. You know, so uh, I scared my parents half to death. Well, the, the hunt show scared them because, goodness, it was a little bit dangerous, you know. It's all right. <laughs> Life, life's meant to be a little bit dangerous. So it keeps it fun. We it's have fun. one life to live. Let's live it. That's right. That's right. We're not here for, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. So you might as well. That's right. Uh, might, might as well I live try it. to live each day like it's my last day. You That's know? right. You know what's so funny is like you said, you said if it was lightning, like you wouldn't go out and hunt. Uh, the one thing about me, which is probably like most ridiculous thing, I am terrified, absolutely terrified of thunder and lightning. 
I, yeah, I don't it. like lightning. I can handle thunder, but the lightning. Yeah, but the, but the lightning follows the thunder. By it. The lightning follows the thunder. So you're always you're always going to get lightning with thunder. I feel people. like I have such. I'm so accident prone. I feel like there's lightning. I'm going to get struck by it. So like that's why I don't go out. That's I'm why I stay you, away. Like, no, I'll go in if it's lightning. <laughs> I stay away. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. That is the one thing about. Well, I mean, there's there's many flaws about me, but the one big flaw is that I hate thunder and lightning. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. I'm right with you. Hey, listen, I, I'll stay away. <laughs> but I love that. That's really cool. I, that, that sounds like a great experience. And it was, I, I mean, it yeah. sounds fun at the end of the day. It just sounds like a fun. Oh, yeah. Day. It was a great experience. Yeah. It was, it's one of the memories that I'll hold on to for a lot. I'll be sitting on the rocking chair when I'm old, you know, talking about how I was on the outdoors channel. You know what I mean? Pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool, right? It's got to be pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool. Something I'll tell my grandkids one day. <laughs> yeah. I, I would too. It's so funny because, like, I, I I, I used to be a big reality TV show guy growing up. Um, but now really the only one I watch is big brother on CBS. And, uh-huh. uh, I've wanted to go on that show for so long really, and so long. Like you I have, have like, chance. you should, I, I, I want to, and I submitted like a freaking this, this year is the first time I ever submitted like a, a video. I never got a call. I didn't think I was going oh, to, honestly, no. I, I didn't think I was going great to, great on brother. Uh, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll, I'll, I'll go on there. And then, uh, and then when you see me and I, and I win, I'll, I'll, I I'll, I'll give you a slice of the money. I'll remember this conversation and I'll take that slice of the money. No, <laughs> <laughs> take a slice of the pie, take a slice of the pie while you can. I love it. So, um, you, you've been featured on a bunch of, uh, different articles and, and, uh, outlets recently, uh, you know, people country being, being, in my opinion, probably the coolest one because they, they were talking about the son of a gun. That was like the coolest thing ever. My, that I was so always, cool. I've always dreamed of being in People Magazine, so that was like that was huge for me. Yeah. That was like, that was a bucket list moment right there. Sure. You know, wow, yeah. I did it. You know, I mean that's that's got to be that's got to be like the coolest thing because it's just like I mean it's people. Anyone can look. Anyone. Can I, go mean, I was like on cloud nine for a whole week. I'm telling you, it was it was like a it was a very cool feeling. Like. Yeah. man like people actually want to hear what i have to say so it's like it was i love it i love it so so that that happened recently the song just came out you were just at crs how how's the crs experience that looks a lot of fun because because uh i went to college and and well that, that was a weird like stopping statement i went to college yeah but i uh i did radio stuff in college and and, and i and i've done some stuff outside of college and crs just looks like a really fun time um it seems like a long CRS. few days, but it seems like a fun time. That's why I have laryngitis. I went to CRS all week last week and yeah. I had to do some interviews and talk to different people. I completely lost my voice, but that was a crazy experience. Sure. Literally. I mean, I got to talk to Garth Brooks and, you know, that was the cool. I've always wanted to talk to Garth Brooks yeah. and uh, just tell him, you know, he was a big inspiration to me. Yeah. when i was a little girl he was in new york and he did this huge um concert in central park and i was there is that not crazy Were you there? there and you know he was doing a q a and was talking about how that like changed his entire life pretty much you know and so after he did his q a i walked up there and i was like garth i'm just got to tell you i was actually in that audience i had pushed my way with my friends i remember we were so little we were pushing our way through all the way to the very front of that stage there was 1.2 million people there yeah. And I'll never forget, he was performing and he smashed the guitar and everything. Yep. And I was like, wow, one day I want to be a performer like Garth Brooks. 
And if you look at the way I perform and everything, I am, I'm a just go-getter on stage, running back and forth. And I feel like that moment made such an impact in my life because I was like, wow, this is, yeah. that was the most incredible experience of my life. It really was. And to get to tell Garth about that and talk to him about it, oh my gosh, if I hadn't been for CRS, I'd never would have really got to sit and talk to him, like tell him I was there. You inspired me, you know, I'll never forget yeah. this. So CRS was incredible. It really was. And, um, you know, I was there promoting my new single and, you know, and I did, I got to see Kenny Chessie talk about everything. And I mean, Jelly Roll was there, you name them, you know, all the, the new country artists coming yeah. up, they were there. So, and then, um, a lot of the older country artists too it, it, i mean it was crazy they were just walking around everywhere and it yeah just, it, it doesn't happy. matter right it's like it it's was just, insane yeah. and like i said this was the first year i'd ever been to crs and i actually got to interview people you know so yeah. um because i was there with center stage magazine as well so i was backstage conducting interviews myself and i'm like right. this is this is crazy. I feel like I was in the twilight zone or something like what is That's, happening? It, it seems like the coolest <laughs> thing, right? It just seems like the it coolest thing. I love that that you have this pers like personal and 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 uh you know Garth means so much to you because like Garth the, the first first time I ever saw Garth live it kind of changed my entire perspective uh, and there's some other factors to that but in terms of like my love for music my love for writing uh it all changed when I saw that show like you know yeah, when I, it, like, it was just the craziest experience um I have I, never seen somebody give literally 110% the entire I, show I don't even know. God, he sweats up there. Yeah, I mean, like, I perform like that, too. And by the time that show is over, I am beat, like, right. done. I need an IV. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know how he does it. Like, literally yeah. for two hours straight, just bam, bam. Just It was crazy. What is what is your favorite Garth song of all time? Good Lord. That is a hard one. It's a hard question. I got mine. It took me a long time to figure it out, but I got it. The dance is really. Oh, that's great. I really love that one. That's a great song. That's great. But, you know, I really like what I really like. I, Friends in low places too. Sure. Oh my gosh. Sure. Like that one gets me going. You sing Friends in Low Places in a bar. There's not a, not one person not singing that song. Right. You know. You'll I never not that. sing it. You'll never yeah, not sing it. Yeah, but dance. I really do like the dance. Like oh, the dance is great. But he has so many. Like, what's your favorite? There's unanswered so prayers. Oh God, see that one's good too. Yeah, that one's so good. And I, I say mean, that I say that as a guy who knows Tony Rada, and I feel really weird about oh, saying really wow. prayers rather than dance. But I love unanswered prayers. It, it's that great. one's good too. I think we all have unanswered prayers. So that one hits home to so many people. A sleeper on uh, she's a uh, uh, she's any woman. Oh yeah, that one's good too. Sun and rain, fire and ice. I wow. knew you were going to sing it. <laughs> God. Yeah, you're all so good. Yeah, yeah. so I could good. Go on all day, I but it was it. so neat to kind of like just see what he had to say and the yeah. advice that he had to give at that conference. It was. Just, I mean, I also feel like he's been through so much, like as an artist, that he can relate to. Uh, like, like it wasn't clear cut for Garth, right? Like, it wasn't like oh no, all up in Oklahoma, moved to Nashville, blow up. He went. He to, came he to Oklahoma, Nashville. Went to Nashville, left. That's what I was about to say, and left. Left. And but Nashville is a hard town. Like you can everybody be has in. this dream. And we all come to Nashville and we are striving to make it. And then when you get in Nashville, you realize 
oh my gosh, every single person in the same room or venue that I'm at is a singer. And some oh, of them good. are better than I, like they're better than I am. You know what I mean? They're better songwriters. There's better singers there. Every, the people in Nashville are so beyond talented that it really shocks you when you first get to Nashville. Cause you're yeah. used to like, like I was used to being in a small town, that kind of thing. You know, uh, there's not as many singers there, but you come to Nashville, it's like, whoa, everybody is phenomenal. Yeah. So what is going to make anybody take notice to me? Because everybody here is absolutely amazing. Yeah. So it's just this, but it's such hard work. You had to put so much hard work into it. I, I think that's the only thing that separates each person here in Nashville. I'm telling you, everybody has talent. Everybody's amazing songwriters. It's the people who work so hard and do not give up that make it here. I agree. Like, like right now, I, I am so tired, but it's worth it because once you start seeing the benefits of all your hard work, it's worth it yeah. because you're, you're, you know, I mean, some days it gets hard. You're like, wow. I mean, it, you know, I'm always like perfecting my craft. I say, because I want to be better than, better tomorrow than I am today. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I feel like I'm always learning. I'm always learning mm -hmm. from other songwriters and singers. And that's why it's so great to have a group of supportive friends here in Nashville. I think that's like one of the most important things to do is get you a group of supportive friends and together you support each other, help each other, learn from each other. Um, that really makes a difference here. You yeah. can't just be here by yourself and, it just doesn't work that way. You really have to work with others here. And that's how your career gets going. You know? I, I, think that, okay. I think that it's funny that you say that, right? Because like the one thing I'll say is like, yeah, everyone in Nashville is good because the ones that aren't get chewed and spit out and then they, they don't, they don't last. Right. Like everyone is good for a reason. There's a reason why everyone's good and everyone's got that. Why they call point. it music city, you know? Yeah, but, right. There's, there's a reason why everyone's good. And I think you're right. I think if you're not a collaborative person, you're going to chew it up and spit right out. But if you're willing to work with all these people who are so good, some that might be better than you. And if you're willing to learn, it's only going to help you grow. Yeah, right. Exactly. You can't come here and be like, I'm great. I don't, I can't, you can't take criticism. You can't come here like that. You need to come here and be able to take the criticism. It's tough. It's hard to hear it, but it makes you a better performer and singer and uh it helps you to evolve as an artist and so i'll take it all you know it hurts but i'll take it all and yeah. i feel like that's why i am where i am today because uh, i took that constructive criticism and i did make some changes and um like i said i want to be i'm a learner i'm a visual person I, I like to just absorb things and i that's what i do and that's probably why i am the type of artist i am because i've absorbed like yeah watching Garth and, you know, all those influences, you know, they get, get inside of you, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I think you're, I think you're hundred percent correct. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in like, uh, fa failure is not really a thing if you learn from it, right? Like you, you can't really yeah. fail if you learn from, uh, mistakes or things that didn't go your way. Um, and if you learn from them and grow from them, it's not Absolutely. a failure. So, and so. then like, you got to have tough skin too, though. You know, I mean, you get told no here nonstop. But there's always going to be a yes after a ton of no's. That's right. And then, then you're like, oh, how did that happen? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm over here in People Magazine. I'm over here going viral. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, 
you just have to take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody has different opinions. So just take it with a grain of salt and keep trucking, you know? <laughs> That's right. Keep on trucking. I agree. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, so uh, we've mentioned all of these things that you've done in, in the past few months here, and it's they've been really cool to see. Uh, one of those things, and we're, we're going to dive into the song here. This, this okay. is kind of where the direction I want to go. So the song is called Son of a Gun. The story behind the song is kind of interesting. Uh, and um, like, it's kind of, it's kind of like one of those things. It's like, Something shitty happened and it turned into something good, right? So, like, yeah. um, I'm gonna let you talk about it because I, I I don't want to take your words, but but talk about the song a little bit and talk about what it's about. I think that that it's kind of a compelling story here. Well, you know, I was seeing this guy. We have actually we've been friends for like six years, yeah. knowing for a long time, and we were very good friends. And um, we always I don't know why we always just couldn't some reason we just couldn't commit to each other. We just go back and forth. We date. Uh, hey, we hung out all the time and everything, but finally we're like, okay, let's do this. Let's be serious about this. Let's try to, um, you know, I, I think, you know, my heart was more into it. I really like this guy. We have so much in common. And so we were, we're serious, you know, at this time we're dating and everything very seriously. And, you know, I'm at, um, I have to go sing the national anthem somewhere and I did tell him I was singing the national anthem, but I guess that he was not paying me any attention. So, I get up on stage to see the national anthem and I look out into this big crowd and there is my guy out there with another girl. And I was floored. I can't tell you the feeling. It is horrible to have to sing the national anthem. Anyways, that is so hard. That's a hard <laughs> singer. But when I looked out there, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I saw her. She saw me. He saw me and he just kind of threw his hands up. And all I could think to do was like grab a pair of sunglasses. You know, I'm like, oh my God, somebody give me a pair of sunglasses. So I put sunglasses on so I couldn't see them so yeah. I could get through the national anthem. So, I mean, I was just floored. I was like, yeah. I cannot believe the nerve of this man. Whew, I was so mad, but I had to hold my composure. So I was like, I just got to sing. I just sang, got through it. And I immediately got out of there. I just couldn't take it. Went, go home, you know, and I ended up texting him like, what in the world? Like, what were you thinking? How could you do this to me? You know, and, um, but it was difficult because we've always been friends and I didn't want to ruin our friendship right. over his bad decisions. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh my gosh. But I was so angry that we did, we stopped talking for a yeah. while. Like I was, I just, it was so hurtful. And I think it was more hurtful coming from a friend, you yeah. know, that did that to a friend and somebody that I loved. Yeah. You know? So I let the dust settle a little bit, you know, it had been a while. And then he gives me a call and, He's like, you know, man, we need to try this again, blah, blah. And it happened to be going into a co-write after I got the phone with him. And I was furious. Like all this, all of it started coming back, you know, flashbacks. I was like, oh my God, I, I can't stand you right now. I'm so angry. And I never got all that like anger out resentment, I guess, from that yeah. moment that he cheated on me. That I'm walking into a co-write with my uh, co-writer, Sam Woods. He's also my guitar player. I walk in there and I say, you are not going to believe who just called me and you know, Oh my gosh, I'm so mad that no good son of a gun. And right time I was yelling like that. He said, Oh my gosh, I got a riff. Like, just wait, like, hold on. You know? And he starts playing this melody on the guitar and I was like, Oh my gosh. He said, let's write about it. <laughs> That's awesome. And so that is where son of a gun, uh, 
was born right there. And literally it took us an hour to write that song. I kid you not, an hour. I never had any intentions of recording that because it was just kind of like, I'm mad, let's write it, get it over with. You know, never had intentions of releasing that song. But we started playing it live. And once we started playing it live, oh my gosh, people were requesting it. When is it coming out? Oh my gosh, I want to hear Son of a Gun. I mean, the crowd would go wild. They just love that part. You know, good two time and redneck son. I mean, they would just scream. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, my producer came to me and I was talking to him. I'm like, uh, should I record the song? Yeah. He's like, well, if the crowd is begging for it, I think we should record it. You right. know? So we end up recording Son of a Gun. And of course, uh, people decided to do an interview on me because I think the crazy part about the whole thing is that. This guy did me so wrong, but now we're, we're best. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just like the most backwards thing ever. The and, most and, backwards you have, thing. and you have the biggest heart to be able to accept him back. Cause God knows I wouldn't be able to do that. I promise. Sometimes the heart's a little too big. Let me tell you, but, <laughs> but, but I was like, people don't understand it, but it's because we were friends before all that happened. And I didn't want to lose my friendship. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, because he's a great friend. He's just not good at relationships, sure. you know? And, um, and I knew, I mean, we, I pick on him all the time. I know how he is. He's still that same way. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, he'll text me and I'll be like, you son of a gun, you know, who are you dating this week? You know what I mean? That's how I, yeah. <laughs> so it turned into like a little joke between us. But the funny thing is, you're not even going to believe this. I, I think my hometown is so confused because they know who the guy is. I'm yeah. not coming by saying who the guy is, but, um, and like when I wrote the, when it was coming out because we're so close i called him like okay you're gonna kill me don't be mad at me you know i was furious when i wrote this song we're about to release this song he said send it to me let me hear it so i sent it to him and he said my gosh you nailed it like you nailed it i can't he said i can't even be mad and he was like okay he said i'm gonna brace myself i said well i'm not gonna tell anybody who you are you know but i knew my hometown was one of those that's why i told him about it but the crazy thing is, so this whole week we've been filming my music video. I kid you not, he came all the way from South Carolina to do a cameo in my music video. So did you ask him to do that, or did he just show up? No, I asked him to do it, and he was like, "That's yeah, funny." Okay. That's so funny. He's, he's as crazy as I am, you know. And so uh, he ends up doing a camo cameo in this music video. We're not going to tell anybody who it is. We're yeah. just say my ex is in the video. It's up to you to figure out who it is. Yeah, that's so funny. literally. There's a guy playing the lead man, you know, in this video, but my ex is actually in this video and That's we awesome. were, we could not stop laughing. I'm going to tell you what, it was the funniest thing. So I said, this is the weirdest day of my life sitting here singing about my ex while my ex is in the video singing son of a gun, you know, so I'm like, cool. this is a, I'm like, I just, this is like a Taylor Swift moment, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's like Jay Chilano. Or a Stevie Nicks moment. Like they talk about how she wrote that song about the guy who was in her band. You know, he's like playing it while she's singing it on stage. Yeah. I'm like, this, is, this is so. That's so crazy. funny. That's, yeah, that's I know awesome. he is. But I was like, you know, I have to give it to him that he has uh, been so good about it. You yeah. know, he's like, yeah, whatever, let's go. You know, but like, it's hard for people to understand it. But, you know, you can take something bad and if you, have forgiveness you can you can change that and change yeah. it for good yeah. and you know i you know we have such a tight friendship now like i wouldn't want i wouldn't want to lose that we yeah. have a great friendship just because we didn't work in a relationship just because he messed up and he really did and he knows that 
that doesn't mean we are not great friends. And so, you know, this is something we'll laugh about from years from now. Like, man, you were in my music video. This is wild. That's so (laughs) awesome. That that's, that's, it's like the biggest, uh, it's like the biggest uh, backhanded compliment, but also at the same time, just <laughs> not, it's so funny. It's it's That's so not funny. like nobody knows what to do with it. Some people are like, "Why did she forgive him? She's crazy. He cheated on her on concert." <laughs> blah blah blah. You know that's what they say. And then the other half is like, "Wow, that's crazy that she was able to forgive him." Yeah. But I guess you just, you know, when you, I think too. Uh, my parents kind of raised me to be just kind of forgiving. Yeah. And. Uh, and like, I, I can't change who I am. It's again, it's like being authentic to who you are. I just, that's how I live. I love and I forgive and, you know, yeah. I don't forget. I don't that's forget right. now. I remember, Never forget. I was, Never forget. you know, how women, they always bring up stuff. And I'm like, do you remember when you cheated on me at phone call? You know, I'll say that all the time. You know, we'll just laugh about it, but I, you know, but I've forgiven, but I haven't forgot. So right. he's going to have to live with that the rest of his life. That's right. He, he knows in the back of his head that you haven't forgotten about that. I know. So I'm, I aggravate him about it all the time, but you I know, love it. I love it's it. all in, it's all in good fun and laugh. So. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. You got yeah. you got a big heart. I think that's awesome. But um, <laughs> um, the song's done great. It's got forty thousand streams in its first week. It's probably it's more than that now at this point. Um, it was it was crazy because once it did get on people, you know, of course, I mean just on what is it yeah just on youtube alone it was forty thousand views just to the audio i was like what in the world i mean i was like it was crazy just the first week everything else i'm like this is nuts this is nuts i never thought that but i think people thought the story was funny and they wanted to hear what song was about and then once they heard the song they're like wow this is pretty jamming this is a great jamming song and i heard from a lot of people and a lot of men and women who said they could relate to it and they've been in those situations and it was like a, a a power song for them to sing while they're going through their own situation. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. So I think it's really cool because it's because it's uh, it's it's one of those things where like the story is kind of compelling. Like it does kind of it 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 does kind of get you thinking. It's like okay, well, this is interesting. Let's go like let's go dive a little deeper, right? Because like listen, like there's so many cheating songs out there, but like the perspective of this one is so different. And I think that that's really <laughs> cool. And, um, I, I, I commend you for putting it out. It takes, it takes a, a, a certain set of cojones to say, okay, it let's really- just go do it. Right. But, um, <laughs> it really does, but it's great. It's great. Goodness, it rocks. Gracious. I still can't believe it's out. I mean, like literally, cause I just never expected it. It's a, like, even today I'm like, wow. Every day I'm like, wow, I can't believe that song is out. I can't. Yeah. I think it's great. You know, it really hit me this week. It really did. You know, but the music video, I cannot be, I'm so excited. There's like little, I call them Easter eggs. There's little stuff all through this video. And if you really know me well, like my friends are going to notice stuff. They're like, Oh my God, that's in there. That's in there. So it definitely has this little. And it was fun to make, right? Yeah. It was so fun to make. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How long did you, uh, did you film before? Like how long did the whole production process go? Well, actually we filmed in Nashville for two days here. Now we got to go to South Carolina and then we're going to film there for, um, for another day, a day or two. So this, this is a, there's a lot going into this music video, but I think when you, as a writer, when your heart and soul is in something so much, you don't want anything halfway. You really want, everything to be just top notch and 
um, this is my baby. You know what I mean? Like it really is. This is my baby. So the music video, I wanted it to take you on the journey of the actual events and everything. So this, this music video is going to be a story, like awesome. literal, you're going to see into exactly what, what happened to me, exactly how we got together. I mean, it's, it's very, it's crazy. It really is. Once I was looking at footage last yeah. night, I'm like, wow, I don't know how we're pulling this off, but That's so, cool. so when's, when's the release date? Do you know? It will be the end of April. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. It'll be great. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited for Thank everyone you. else to see it. I think it'll be really cool to tie it in with the song and, and, and just, um, you know, you know, I'll be sitting there trying to figure out who's who, you know, Oh, I'm gonna, I know. I'm going to be looking now that I know I'm going to be looking. You never and then know. After this, you know, I'm already back in the studio in a couple of weeks working on the next two songs. So I'm going to have so much going on. Yeah. I will definitely take a vacation at some point because I, it's, it's, it's overdue. I need to, I need some rest. <laughs> at some point, it'll come. It'll come. We, it'll come. We'll take, look, take my, a vacation in a couple weeks. My Get some songs can, there you yeah, go. my conditions say they'll sleep when we're dead. That's right. That's what I say. And then I'm like, man, I got to sleep some yeah. more. But um, I love it. Stay busy. Keep pumping the music out. I'm excited Thank for the you. music video. The song is great. Uh, it's called Son of Thank a Gun. It's friend. out now. Go stream it with your friends and, and share it with everyone and, and and dive a little deeper into that story because it's very interesting and it's pretty cool. And, <laughs> uh, you know, it wasn't cool at the time, but it's cool now. So, yeah, it's um, cool <laughs> so yeah, that's right. So everybody go stream the song wherever you stream music, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever wherever you stream music and uh, go check back out uh, uh, all of her music wherever you listen to music. And then you can go uh, follow her on Instagram. Um, if my computer didn't freeze, here it is. Becca underscore Bowen underscore. Um, go follow her on Instagram for updates on on music and and, and the music video and just posts in general. Um, and and go follow up with her journey there. So Becca, I appreciate you coming to hang out with me. Uh, you're super Thank cool, you. and I'm really Thank excited. You so to see much, you. so much fun. <laughs> of course, listen, I'm all about the fun. Life's too yeah, short. Yeah, me to too. This is, so this is enjoyable. I like this. <laughs> I, I like this too. Everybody, thank you for tuning into another episode of the Member Country Music Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. That's Love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to pods, Apple Pods, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, it's there. Um, and uh, go share it with uh, everyone you know, because uh, that's great. Uh, this is another episode of the RCM podcast. I'm Kyle Corbus. That's Becca Bone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Mm -hmm.